GM, I'm Matthew Diemer. And this is GM from Decrypt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. As you can see, the merge has happened. New logo, new format. We have long-form podcasts on Saturdays. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. The link, my email, is in the show notes. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. And the time is 10.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $21,201, up 1.1% in 24, or 22.5% in 7. And that means, because it's over $20,000, most, or average investors, are back in the black after the Bitcoin price passed the $20,000 mark. And it's the first time since the collapse of FTX. This rally means that mining companies can once again operate while making a profit, and the average Bitcoin hodler is no longer selling at a loss. Ethereum's at $1,576, up 2% in 24. Tether's number three, Binance is number four at 302, up 1.6%. And is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano. Dogecoin and Matic is up to $1.02, up 2.6 in 24. And if you guys are wondering what's going on with Solana, well, Solana's in the number 11 spot at $23.32, up 1% in 24. Solana had a remarkable rebound in price more than doubling its price in a month, has the highest trading volume since the collapse of FTX. And if you're wondering why the rise in price, well, people are attributing the rise in the price to Bonk. Bonk is a new Solana-based meme token. And well, that and Solana's NFTs are kind of fueling some new, I guess, interest. The total market cap is at $997.3 billion, almost at that $1 trillion mark. It's up 2% in 24. We have a BTC dominance of 41.1 and an F dominance of 19.4. And some continuing price news. Tokens from various popular metaverse projects like Decentraland, Sandbox, Axie Infinity, Immutable X, they've experienced massive price growth, outpacing market leaders like Bitcoin and Ethereum. For example, the native token for Flow grew in price by 33% and sales volume for Flow NFTs by 77%. And in some kind of price news, the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, has assigned an attorney to the FTX bankruptcy proceedings, indicating possible interest in the case. The IRS has not revealed the exact interest in the case, but it's notable given the agency's previous interest in customer data of major crypto exchanges like Coinbase and Kraken. So the idea here is that the IRS is now looking at a special attorney to just follow the bankruptcy proceedings of FTX, hoping to get some of that customer data. Who's using it? Where are they trading? Where are they sending money to? Where are they hodling? More than likely to find U.S. citizens and get them taxes and capital gains. Moving into today's headlines, European finance ministers have called for the digital euro to offer both privacy and transparency as central bankers begin to test the project this year. 
The Eurogroup consists of finance ministers of countries that use the euro, and they've been having regular meetings about the digital euro and how to proceed with it. The euro members laid out priorities of a CBDC should the ECB decide to press ahead with it. Soulflare, it's a wallet on the Solana network, and they announced that users can now pay higher gas fees to increase the priority of their transactions. The wallet will automatically detect if the network is congested and increase the fee to ensure that the transaction goes through faster. As we all know, the Solana network has become popular for NFTs and dApps, and this is because of its high speeds and low costs. But because of this, it has suffered from massive popularity and network congestion. So this feature, Pay for Throughput, is already live on the web, browser extensions, and in-wallet transactions, with mobile and app support coming soon. CoinFlex Their users are angry after a leaked pitch deck reveals that the bankrupt exchange's co-founders are sinking funding for a new venture with Jusu and Kyle Davies, the co-founders of Three Arrows Capital. The new venture is called GTX, and they're aiming to raise $25 million to trade crypto. When asked for comment about the launch of GTX by Decrypt, they said they were focused on building. Jusu, well, he confirmed the news, but he said that GTX isn't the company's final name, and the name was intended as a joke because of FTX, GTX. He thought it was funny. I don't think it's really that funny. I think it's in poor taste. The pitch deck claims that the platform will fill the power vacuum left by FTX and appeal to the crypto trading appetite of the claim holders. Just FYI, Three Arrows Capital owes creditors $3.5 billion, including $2.3 billion to crypto lender Genesis. The North Korean hacking crime syndicate Lazarus Group they reportedly transferred $63.4 million in Ethereum. That's $63.4 million in Ethereum. That's part of the Harmony Bridge hack. And where'd it go? Well, it went to Binance, Wobi, and OKX. According to Zach XBT, the group used the privacy system called Railgun before consolidating the funds and depositing them on exchanges. CZ Zhao, the CEO of Binance, he said that his team, in collaboration with Huobi, has detected the funds, and they will freeze those funds, and they will be recovered. It's not quite sure what OKX is doing. They haven't responded to anything, and we'll see what happens. The team behind Shiba Inu, or SHIB, you know, the dog-themed meme coin, they've announced the upcoming beta release of Shibarium. It's a Layer 2 network that will operate on top of Ethereum. Shibarium will make things faster and cheaper. How fast? No one knows, but they say it's going to be faster and cheaper. And this is going to be a delegated proof-of-stake Layer 2 blockchain, and it will be operated and secured via validators and delegators that stake their tokens to receive rewards. These rewards will come in the form of Bone, which is currently a governance token for the decentralized exchange ShibaSwap, and Bone will turn into the gas token of Shibarium and the soon-to-be-launched Treat token. We're not sure what Treat is going to be used for, but apparently it's coming. Oh, by the way, SHIB is up 14% in 7. And finally, the Republicans are forming what they call the first-of-its-kind congressional group focused on digital assets. It's a new subcommittee on digital assets, financial technology, and inclusion, and it was announced Thursday by Congressman Patrick McHenry. McHenry said he believes there's a big hole in how we structure the committee, and it spends more resources on topics related to digital assets instead of the larger financial industry. The subcommittee will be chaired by Congressman French Hill, who was named the full committee's vice chairman. The new panel will provide rules for the road for federal regulators of the digital asset ecosystem, as well as develop policies that reach underserved communities through the promotion of financial innovation. Hill said this, At a time of major technological advancement and change in the financial sector, 
It's our job to work across the aisle to promote responsible innovation while encouraging fintech innovation to flourish safely and effectively in the United States. McHenry wrote in a press release, For years, I have advocated Congress to develop a clear regulatory framework for the digital asset ecosystem, including trading platforms. It's imperative that Congress establish a framework that ensures Americans have adequate protections while also allowing innovation to thrive here in the United States. Now, those words are good. Are the actions going to be good? Are they going to put forth legislation that literally allows this industry to flourish? Or is it going to be restrictive? Again, I'm pretty optimistic that the policies that are going to come out are going to be more beneficial for the industry in general and innovation. However, I'm not quite too sure that anything's going to pass Congress in the next two years. Let's see if they actually can come through with something that is actually bipartisan that protects the industry. What do you think? Do you think that's going to happen? Let me know. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Email is in the show notes. That was our first episode of GM. Again, always go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment, and you can always email me, Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>